Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Yes, I am the Jazz Queen, your host. It is Sunday, July 23rd. Thank you so much for tuning in. The phone number here is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. If you would like to call in with a question or a comment for my guest today, who is saxophonist Gabriel Bello, his new CD is called Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. Gabriel, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. It is my pleasure. So now, before we get into the music, um, I saw your story um, on YouTube regarding your 17 years of being cancer-free. Would you please mm-hmm. share your testimony? Yeah, I was. Uh, it was my second year of uh, attending Lee University uh, in Cleveland, Tennessee, and um, just started kind of getting a little sick and started missing classes, started missing rehearsals, and my instructors knew that was not me. You know, I had a three point seven, yeah, three three point seven GPA. I mean, I was I was a mostly A student. Um, mm-hmm. So they, uh, one of my directors, uh, pulled me in actually to kind of kind of chew me out, you know, for missing some stuff, and he just knew when I walked in the door that I was sick, sent me to his doctor, and, you know, they wanted to take an x-ray, the x-ray turned to CAT scan, which my mother being a nurse, you know, knew that was serious business, so it was, you know, hey, you got cancer, and had to drop out of school, and go into chemotherapy, and the chemo wasn't working, the tumors weren't shrinking, I was dying, um, I was not. I, I did okay with the chemo for about three months, and after that, I, I really started taking a turn for the worse. But thank God, uh, you know, miracles still happen. And I went to go play a show with uh, Ron Canoli, a uh, Christian artist from back in the day, a praise and worship. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome man of God, an incredible artist. And I was healed while playing for him on saxophone. And kind of jumped with both feet right after that into ministry and kind of picked up back into music industry stuff alongside that about halfway through my music ministry career. And those ran side by side until I went pretty much full-time music industry. And uh, now I just, I work, I serve in my church, uh, but just not as an official staff member, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when you say you were healed, uh, were you still um, going to doc- to the doctor, having doctor appointments and having follow-up checkups? And is that what uh, yeah, they I had discovered? Yeah, I actually had to do follow-up was- checkups for years. Um, it was every three months for two years, then once every six months for two or three years, and then once a year for a few years until, um, my goodness, I think it was about 2009 or 2008, maybe maybe 2008. That I went to see a, a doctor, um, and he said, you know, yeah, he, I actually told him, I said, I hadn't had a CAT scan in over a year, and he said, you don't need one. And I was like, well, let's just do one just in case, and, you know, he pulled everything up, and everything was, you know, everything was clear. So, and it was definitely a miracle, because, you know, it was basically 
the tumors were there in my chest, and then they took some scans, and the tumors were gone. So. Wow. 17 years. And you know the, the cutoff is, what, five years typically? So for you to go 17 uh, yeah, years, that's it definitely, was, um, yeah. Yeah, at that time for me, it was basically what they told me. It was kind of like five, so, you know, you're good, but an, an insurance company won't touch for seven but they'll only cover certain mm-hmm. stuff, and after about a decade, you know, they they just kind of treat it like it didn't happen. So. Wow, wow. Well, well, that's that's definitely a reason to praise God for your healing. Amen. That's awesome. Yes, indeed, that is awesome. All right, all right, Stevie, Stevie, Steve Land, a journey through the music of Stevie Wonder. Now, I went on to YouTube and I saw a couple of videos. Um, one with you in at the City Winery in Nashville, and the other one was at mm-hmm. the Funky Biscuit. And oh, you yeah. kind of you answered you answered my question before we came on the air because I wanted to know if your hair, if that was your hair, or if it was a wig. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> we just played the City Winery in Atlanta. We played a sold out <laughs> show Friday night, uh, just this, you know, just two days ago. And uh, I walked in the in the green room after the show, and there was some friends of um, one of my bandmates in the uh, in the green room. And I walked in, and I you know took my head off. You know, what I mean, like it's it's it goes from my eyes. It actually covers my eyes and goes all the way to the back of my head. So it's seamless. So when I walk out there. I mean, I get compliments. People are like, man, your braids are so tight. They look so good. Who did them for you? <laughs> you know, uh, and the and the the the, the, the friends of my uh, of my bandmate, they 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 had this you know, like horror film look on their face because they thought I was like pulling off my head <laughs> until they realized, you know, that it wasn't my head. They're like, I thought that was your head. I was about to start, I was about to start casting out devils. <laughs> oh man, I tell you. Those videos, you, I mean, you have the moves, you have the mannerisms, I mean, you got the hair, you sound a little like Stevie in the tribute show. It's, I mean, it's really, really nice. Very well done. Thank you. Yeah, it's not easy to well do, that, that is for sure. He's, uh, you know, he's one in a million, so I figure if I can get point seven of that one in a million, you know, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. So I have the, I have the range, um, our voices sound naturally similar so uh really mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. had to, to develop the harmonica playing for the show because i, I kind of told myself i wasn't gonna i mean you can't not, there's maybe one or two other people doing stevie one attributes in the planet that that's how it's you know really exclusive it is because it's not it's not easy i mean not only do you have to have a front man that can handle the material you got to have a band that can play those songs mm-hmm. you know his music is not mm-hmm. easy so that's why a lot of people yeah. are like, ah, oh, let's do another band. Let's do something else that's a lot easier. So, so but yeah. And I mean, you I, have I, a I horn this, section. Yeah, you got a really nice horn section as well. And you, you mentioned the harmonica. Did you learn to play the harmonica for this tribute mm-hmm. for your show? Yep, the chromatic, oh, yep, the chromatic yeah. and the diatonic. So I've been playing those for about um, three, maybe four years. And it's kind of, you know, wow. like, hey, let's jump in and play some of the hardest, you know, chromatic solos ever, like for once in my life. <laughs> let's just jump in and play mm. the hardest thing ever, you know. So it <laughs> took a while. And it's and it was difficult because, you know, I've I've been playing my other instruments so long. I've been playing, you know, piano since I was 18, saxophone since I was 13, flute since I was 11. It's really difficult to just, you know, hey, let's, you know, learn and let's pick up a brand new instrument, you know, and start from the, 
the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. Now, how long have you been traveling and performing as Stevie Wonder? Um, I think my first official show, you can actually find it on YouTube. It's buried in, in my many videos on my channel, but I opened up for a friend of mine uh, who has a Billy Joel tribute, who's actually the reason I started the band, because he told me, he's like, you need to do this. Um, 2012, I think, was when I started. Okay. So it's it's maybe five years old, but I didn't. But it was just you know me at a you know at a piano at his piano with glasses. So it wasn't you know it wasn't anything like what it's what it's morphed into today. And during that time, were you working on the Steve Land CD? Uh, as a you know, the, these shows inspired this CD. Uh, kind of, sort of. Um, I actually didn't. I didn't get the gumption to do this CD until November, December of this last year, 2016. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I mean, I just I'd thought about it, but I was like, you know, I mean, there's so many people have covered his material, and uh, you know, I was talking to the label that I'm signed with, and I said, you know. I kind of brought them several ideas. I was like, here's some ideas that I think, you know, something that people, you know, that we could take to the market and, you know, people would enjoy it. And that was the mm-hmm. one that we landed on. We think we thought people would really, you know, dig it. We went and looked at the what it would cost for the licensing. It wasn't too, you know, wasn't wasn't too bad. And um, we said, okay, let's go for it. So basically, I actually did that entire record start to finish in less than five months. Oh, okay. Oh wow! Now, has Stevie heard of you and your shows? Do you know? I think so. Uh, I know his band has, and I've actually talked to one of one of his his people that works with him, and you know they they had you know they gave me some some nice compliments and said some nice things. I haven't met or heard from him directly yet, or heard or, or mm-hmm. heard anything mm-hmm. kind of second secondhand from him. So, um, sure. hopefully one day, you know. Okay. All right. I know, I got, like, I now, know one of his uh, one of his uh, band members that came and saw our show in Atlanta, and, and they uh, they liked it. They enjoyed it. So they thought we did a really good job of re- recreating the music as he does it. Okay. All right. My favorite Stevie Wonder song is "Love Light and Flight." I didn't see that on here, uh, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know it was your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean his his catalog is so vast. I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure it was a challenge for you to pick what you were going to play. You know, you know it's uh, it's so funny. Um, you know, picking songs. We actually I cut almost 20 tracks for the album and whittled it down to 12. Um, and there was actually mm-hmm. I think three or four songs that I completed that I'm I'm going to do as you know free releases um, once the album's been out for about a year. Um, so, but, you know, so people just have to kind of stay tuned and find me on social media to, to, to find out what those are when I, when I decide to put them out. So, yeah, it was very, very hard because I didn't want to, you know, there was um, some obvious ones that I said, man, that's been done to death. I'm not covering that song. You know, everybody's covered it. So, but there was actually mm-hmm. like one, like, you know, like, don't you worry about a thing, even though everybody and their brothers covered it. I thought the way that I did it, I'd never heard anybody do it like that. So it was a real nice kind of an NPR, I mean, it was basically just, um, you know, piano, uh, uh, upright bass, um, Latin percussion, drums, and a little bit of organ and the saxophone. I'm very, very basic, but it really, really turned out nice. So, and that's okay. the most now, basic. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Finish your, your thought. 
No, I was just saying, it, it, I think it's, it's the most basic of the arrangements, you know, it, it's, you know, because there's a lot of elaborate stuff like As and Jesus Children of America, you know, we got like big BGVs and brass section and, you know, big rhythm sections and loops and 14 keyboards going, and this is just like, you know, this is basically a five-piece band. <laughs> so, mm, really okay. simple when, okay. when in, in, in contrast. Now, the band in your videos, the Natural Wonder Band, are these the same bands, the same musicians on the CD? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Derek Fur, the, the bearded guy that's playing guitar, which um, if you were watching the Nashville video, that is my current band. The one from New Year's is some of the newer musicians, but most of them are my older musicians. For instance, my my keyboardist slash organist uh, and drummer are in the New Year's Eve video, but they're not in the... Um, um, but the other guys, like my bass player, that's a, a different bass player, different guitar player. So the guitar player, um, his name is Derek Furr. He's played on every record I've ever done, uh, every solo okay. record I've ever I've ever released. He has played at least on one or two tracks, but um, he's heavily featured on the first record that went number one on Billboard. He's he's featured on um, on Steve Lynn. He's featured on New Day. I gave him a couple. There's a couple little things he did on Miracle and and God's Not Through. Um, but yeah, Justin Allen, my drummer, he played all but I think two or three tracks on on Steve Lynn. Um, Terrence Key, who's my uh, the, the the bass player, he played bass on two tracks. His uh, his sub uh, Courtney Gibson. Uh, played bass on two songs as well because uh, they they have they're both tremendous bass players but they have very distinct styles so I was able to you know to really make that work for my <laughs> I didn't have to there was really with no competition it's like yeah you're perfect for this song you're perfect for this song um, and yeah so that, that they basically were the guys were the were the crew and then I did you know most everything else <laughs> and it's why okay. I can I can right. the keyboards so. But right. I, had, I had Curtis uh, right. co- co-produce a couple songs with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, since you mentioned Don't You Worry About a Thing, I'm going to play that. Go ahead and play that. I'm talking to saxophonist Gabriel Bello. His brand-new CD is called Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. And this is Don't You Worry About a Thing. <laughs>
That was Don't You Worry About a Thing from saxophonist Gabriel Bellows' new CD, Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. So now, Gabriel, when you chose these songs, um, did you do a lot of rearranging, you know, to to try to uh, make them your own, or did you try to keep them as, you know, as close to the, true to to the original? I'll tell you, my my brother gave me... uh a really good compliment. He said, you know, man, you kept everything that people love about him while adding a lot of surprises mm-hmm. and, you know, just enough that people didn't, you know, just enough new, you know, because sometimes artists mm-hmm. will do a cover and it's like, this might as well, you might as well have made this an original song. This sounds nothing like the original, you know, which I mean, uh, yeah. it's his own. Um, but a lot of times people like that's that's supposed to be the draw, you know, it's like, oh man, this is a cover and I'm going to, you know, kind of do my own twist on it. But, um, so that, that's kind of what I try to do is, is take, okay, let's, let's, let's stay faithful and keep all the, all the ingredients that make this dish work. And I'm going to just throw mm-hmm. some of my extra mm-hmm. spices and some of my stuff in here. So it has a little bit of different flavor, but it doesn't kind of go off in left field. Right, right. And I always think that if an artist is going to cover a song, it should be just as good or better than the original. Yes, um, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, if your cover doesn't, if your cover doesn't exceed the original, um, or at least meet it, leave it. On, I mean, <laughs> leave it to the side until it's ready. You know, it, it's not done. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't done baking. Put it back in the oven. <laughs> right, right. Now, what is your audience reactions to your um, tribute shows? Um, they love it. So, you know, um, the I, I think the best compliment that I consistently get is you close your ears, or you close your ears, you close your eyes, and you feel like Stevie Wonder's in front of you. So, as far as ah. with, the, uh, with, the, with, 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 with the tribute band. But um, since the new record came out, I've been able to start adding some of the songs from the record, which typically I don't do more than one, but we're kind of trying to get, you know, kind of grow it. Because, you know, I mean, in a tribute show, and because these songs are, you know, faithful plus some, 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 some different surprises, we're trying to add a little bit more of this into, into the tribute show in that, you know, heading the direction of merging the tribute show along with, you know, kind of getting me out from behind, uh, hiding, hiding behind the, the, the persona slash impersonation. Yeah. So for instance, at yeah. the show, we had, um, we had a friend of ours that just kind of uh, tagged along with us and he's a, he's a producer and worked with some heavy hitters and he was at, at the board. And so we watched the whole show and he said, man, when you got on that horn and you played do I do, he's like, it's like the whole room changed. He's like, they were having a great time and they were enjoying it before. But when you did that, it went to a whole other level. So that's um, not my words. That is a direct. That is his direct quote, almost verbatim. So wow, that's they awesome. Really enjoy it. That's great. Yeah. Well, so, good. Good. I would love to see this show. Um, are you just performing? You know, in your hometown, or well, no, you're not because no, I we were the two videos. Yeah, in we were in, uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were in Vegas February of this year, or was it last year? We were in Vegas. We did two okay. shows. We did a show just outside Las Vegas, and then one show, um, you know, in in Vegas. Um, we'll be in Michigan, Kentucky, and California this weekend. Uh, we're going to be all over the place in August. Um, so yeah, okay. we we get around the. Um, but that's the, the tribute show. We're we're trying to get the uh, the jazz show. The jazz show is really just kind of hitting little pockets here and there. We're we're trying to build on that. It's um. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know how it is, the music industry. It's it's tough. It's tough. So, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I'm hoping to get out there to do more more just jazz shows. For you know, like I opened up for jazz guitarist Nils um, about a month ago uh, here in Charlotte, and um, I mean, people love the set. Um, people were coming up and oh. talking and buying music and getting autographs and pictures uh, at, uh, up until Nils' show was was over. <laughs> So we did an oh, wow. and it was cool. a, yeah, it was a great yeah, it was it was a great mix of covers and you know, I did I did songs from every jazz record and um people loved it. We did a really, really good job. So I was I was okay. proud of my band. Right. Okay, all right. I have a phone call from the number one fan of smooth jazz on the planet, Miss Wanda. Hey Wanda, how are you? I I'm good, Terry. How about yourself? I am good. Meet Gabriel Bello. Hey, Miss Wanda. Gabriel Bello. <laughs> she is. She How is. She is like. She's the Empress of Jazz. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know that's. Yep. That's about the sixtieth name that I've been given. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just do like Apollo Creed from Rocky, and just put them all. Just go ahead and change your Facebook name so I can see it. But like Wanda Jazz, the Queen, the Empress. You know, and all the other titles of jazz. The first, I've been called the first lady of jazz by Nori Lynch, and you know, just different, just different names. And then some of them be like, "You really are a jazzy lady." Mm-hmm. Miss <laughs> Wanda well, knows where I it's called, at. She knows what it's about. Well, what can I say? I called to let you know that my favorite. And everybody that does the cover does it different, but my favorite is All I Do. Okay. I, you know, that one, you know, it's funny. I, that was actually the second version I'd done of that song. I love that song so much. I did, I did a version of it, and I was like, you know, I'm not sure about this. And I literally was in the studio working on finishing that to, to present to the label, and I said, let me just take it a completely different direction, and it just... Yeah, when we when we sat down to mix it, um, you know, it was, it was me and and the and Chris Clay who runs the label. He was like, "Man, this is bumping." I was like, "Yeah." Imagine what it's like. I'm so glad I didn't. I wasn't happy. You know, like I was telling you, Mister. You know, sometimes, sometimes it just ain't done. You gotta just, you know, you gotta keep on working on it. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed Miss Wanda. We, you know, I typically almost always open up with that song because it just gets me happy. Well, I'm so glad you did it because as soon as I play it, it just, it's one of those tunes that just grabs you by the neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just you just can't help but just enjoy it. You just, just enjoy it because I've always loved that track of, even when Stevie Wonder first did it way back years ago, I've, I have just always loved it. And when I hear other artists do it, everybody has their own version. Mm-hmm. And I love your ver- your version is unique to you. Thank you. Well, you you know you know what I you know what I, did you notice what other Stevie song I stuck in the middle right? You notice that? It's actually yeah. not all I do all the way through. No, it's not. <laughs> That's one of the things that I really love about it because I actually wanted to do I wanted to do Black Man on the record, but I felt like you know arrangement wise it's just kind of a one note you know, one-trick pony as far as the progression. And I said, rather than make a completely different thing, I was like, let me just slip it. Let me just see if I can slip it in another song. And it just fit as the, as the vamp and all I do just perfectly. So, yeah, when we hit that, man, it's, 
You can, you could, if you, if you watch me, if you ever watch me play live, yeah, I just, I just kind of get real excited about it because <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, we're gonna play it, we're gonna play it. It's only gonna be well, a minute and a half, but it's gonna make me happy. Well, that was my next question. When would I get to see you play it live? Uh, hopefully soon. We're, um, we're talking to a couple different people. You know, you're, you're in North Carolina too, aren't you? No, I'm in Maryland, but I'm coming to North Carolina next week, and I was hoping you would be there, but you're not gonna be there. No, no, uh, next week, uh, where are we next week? I don't remember where we are. Um, Maryland, um, you know, actually, there's a possibility. I know we're talking right now to Ramshead, you know, Ramshead Live. All my favorite venue. Yes, I love that room. We, we played it two years ago, and we're talking to them right now about, you know, getting a date. So Hopefully wow. we will get that all lined up because that'll be right there, and you won't have to drive. You know, that'll be right there, right there near where you're at. Well, it's only 15 minutes from me. <laughs> oh wow, that's perfect. That's absolutely that's, perfect. That's another reason I love it so well because it's only like 15 minutes, and it takes me like a few minutes to get home after the show is over. I'm home in no time. That's perfect. That oh, yeah, is perfect. Well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get that lined up. You know, uh, before the year's out. Well, just keep us informed, and and oh, you will. know I'll be, and you know I'll be on the front row, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I know you're you're you help you're helping us out, you know, really, you know, by just you know just talking about, um, you know, um, not just me, just all these all, uh, wonderful jazz artists that aren't the necessarily the marquee guys, you know. I mean, everybody can't be uh, Dave Cos and Boney James, but there's so many guys. And like, I just met Art Rashad this year um, at a at the. Uh, the Bethesda Jazz thing up in Pennsylvania, I think it was, yes. and got to sit down and talk to him. And I was like, "Oh man, we know so many of the same people." It's like, how the world did we never meet before? And you know, now we're connected via social media, so I can you know stay connected. And I'm like, and when you put his record up, I was like, "Oh, Art, there he is." <laughs> well, he's another. Well, he's another. He's another one of my favorites. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Oh, he's, he's, yes. he's great. Well, he's great. I just love great sax. player. I just love sax so. I just want other people to hear um, artists that people don't know about. Yep. Because yep. Some yep. And that's that's why we're doing that live streaming. We're you know doing it every Tuesday. I'm not going to have the whole rhythm section here, but starting next week, my whole band's going to be here every week. We're going to be you know we're going to be doing a show right here from the house, and it's going to we have some really really cool stuff planned. So. So people can see us, because that's that's what it takes, well, cool. you know. Yes, ma'am. Cool. Mm. Well, you keep up, you keep up yeah. the good work, and you know you got a fan over here in Maryland. Thank you so much, Miss Wanda. We love you. Love you back. And appreciate you, <laughs> big time. Take care. Yes, you too. Thank, Thank you, you Wanda. for calling. All right, Terry. Right, Talk to you later. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Since um, I'm going to play all I do. That's her favorite, so I'll go ahead and play that now. Awesome.
Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. That was All I Do from saxophonist Gabriel Bello. Very nice, Gabriel. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, so now let's talk about your gospel CDs because you have a couple here. Um, so tell mm-hmm. me about those. Uh, there's a miracle. Miracle I did um, when I found out that my wife was pregnant with my now three-year-old uh, mm. baby girl that we told, you know, looks, I would never have kids after. Yeah, she's my clone. <laughs> and she looks just like But she's like prettier you, than me. Just like Yeah, she's, she's prettier <laughs> than me, thank God. I would want this face on a, on a little girl, you know. <laughs> no, um, no, but, yeah, so when, like when we found out that she was pregnant and, you know, the doctors told me I'd never have kids after going through chemo. And uh, and my my parents were in the room, and I told uh, told the doctors. They said, you know, well, we can go and you can go to the bank and make a deposit and save this stuff because you know once you go through chemo, that's it. And I said, if God wants me to have kids, I'll have kids. And um, so that's when I did Miracle, and you know, kind of themes around that. And um, the next album I did about a year and a half later, called God's Not Through, and uh, that was what um was writing with the guy uh, Matt. I remember his last name. Um, it, it escapes me at the moment, but he asked me. He said, "You know, Gabe, if you could put your testimony, like your life's testimony, like what would you theme or call your life?" And I said, "God's not through." And we wrote that song. And uh, one of my best friends, who's a tremendous musician and has done a lots of cool stuff, he said he listens to to the, the actual song "God's Not Through" um, at least a couple times a week. Every, you know, I mean, every week he listens to it because it encourages him so much. Okay. So, right. but I actually I don't think now, I played uh, I only played horn on on the back end of that one. I think I, I did like a, there was a reprise I did that played saxophone on that one. I did more saxophone and singing on Miracle. <clears throat> okay. Now, what about You Are My God? Is is that just a single? Um, no, that was a record. Uh, that was an album I did with uh, with a church with my church I was working at in Princeton, North Carolina. So, and you are my okay. God is actually written by one of my uh, one of my best friends, Corey Gaston. He actually wrote that song, and uh, I said, "Man, would you mind, you know, my choir singing it and us releasing it?" So, and okay. uh, yeah. I, I think yeah. So there's you are my God, and there's Abishai, which is in, uh, I was a little like a little uh, boy band, three three guy boy band. That was actually the first record that I ever uh, put out for my, you know, that I was in, involved in, like as as one of the artists. Um, okay. Kind of obscure thing, a little obscure reference out there. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Now, um, are there any more gospel CDs in your future? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm. Uh, I'm praying and believing the Lord gives me a, a, a very long life because I think uh, you know I think I've got a, a good you know five to seven more albums in me, if not more. That I mean, mm-hmm. just my stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm know I'm gonna you know keep mm-hmm. working with other artists that you know producing other people. But yeah, I have in mind right now. There's about three to four records that I have right now in in the back of my brain that I want to do. It's just a matter of you know the time and the money because you know it, t- it takes a lot of time and money to to put out albums. So right, right, okay. All right, I want to get in one more song, and you mentioned um, "Do I Do," so I'm gonna play that. Awesome. That's a that's a good good, good pick.
There you go. Do I do? Do I do? All right, the CD is called Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. Um, definitely pick this up. It's available on Gabriel's website, gabrielbellomusic.com. Uh, now, Gabriel, my favorite song by you is Icebox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. second single I that, that, ever, that I ever released. It came out It came out very well, you know. It um. It was funny. Yes. My, my brother, again, you know, I think it was a – uh, two years after the record, after the record had come out, and um, he's like, "Hey man, did you see this? It was some Italian drummer like playing, doing a drum cover to it." I was like, "How cool is that?" A guy from Italy loved my track mm. and made a drum cover of it. Oh, okay. I'll have to look for yeah. that. I'll have to look for that. Now, I read on your bio. Um, now, Icebox is on your self-titled release. Um, this was mm-hmm. released in 2011. Okay. Mm-hmm. I read on your bio that it was the number one um, spot on the Billboard Smooth Jazz charts for 11 weeks. So that's good. That's really good. Yeah. 11 weeks yes. straight, and and, uh, and, it, and it hit number one on the on the normal jazz chart, bumping uh, bumping Michael Bublé for a couple weeks. Now I have a story about that. I Ooh. saw uh, Michael Bublé. Because I interviewed Naturally Seven, who at the time was touring with him. And so they were opening for him. Um, And so Michael and Naturally Seven, they came here um, and they played at the MGM Grand Arena. This arena Mm -hmm. seats 16,800 people. It was sold out. Mm. Sold out. So for you to knock Michael Buble off of the, from the number one spot, on the Billboard Jazz Charts, that says a lot about your music. That says a lot yeah, about your you know, music. That's why we're uh, we're working real hard to try to you know to get to get my face out there because like there's a lot of people uh, that that's kind of the, the the challenge that we're having with the label is um I mean he's you know that they're monitoring my streams and it's like you know man you're you're getting air I mean like I, there's like uh, holding back the years and Icebox and Beauty. Uh, for my first album, are still getting airplay, mm-hmm. like consistent mm-hmm. airplay. And holding back the years gets like real gets real numbers. And it's <clears throat> but people don't they don't connect the face or me to the music. It's like oh they've heard the track, but they don't know it's me. You know, <clears throat> so okay. that's kind of what we're trying to do is is get me out get me out there physically. You know, because we're trying to get on some festivals and get more shows because people like you know when they see me that they, they put two and two together. It's like oh you're that guy, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of still I'm kind of stuck in obscurity right now. It's weird. It's a really really mm-hmm. weird space to be in. But uh, well, I say <laughs> I I have to give you a, a high five and congratulations for that with the Michael Bublé thing because that's big. I'm because that man's shows you know he he tours the country and I'm sure all of his shows sell out. But for him to sell oh, yeah. sell out a sixty thousand seat arena, I mean that place was. It was unreal. It was just unreal. Yeah. So for you to, to do that, that's, that's kudos to Yeah, you. when I when I tell people I, I knocked him off the charts, I was like, you know, he still sold way more records than I did. I just happened to beat him a couple. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> I always frame it that way. It's like, oh man, because then people think, oh, he's rich. No, 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 no. I'm not rich. I just I beat him a couple weeks, and uh, you know, I'm actually not with that label anymore because, you know, money. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the fun, the joys yeah. of being, you know, that was a, a 
being young in the industry and being a first-time artist, you know, I found out pretty much that everybody kind of kind of gets the short end of the stick the first go round. So it's nothing new. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I, I am going to close the show with Icebox. Tell me about this song. You know, I was just um. You know, they told me they wanted me to do uh, the original label that I was with. You know, they said they wanted, you know, four covers. So uh, I submitted. Um, I kind of told them what songs I thought I wanted to cover, and they told me, yeah, yeah, not that one. Yes, that one. Let us hear this one. So the first one I did was Crazy. They loved it. They put it out. As, they put Crazy out as a single before I even had a, a record done. Um, mm. And then... I think they did the B-side, You Are This Is, I mean, this tells you how long ago this, well, it wasn't even that long ago, but this is when we were still doing CD singles with, with two sides, you know, like there was two songs, A-side and a B-side. So then I think they did You Are as the B-side, and then that came out as a second single. But they didn't really push that one, and then we did Icebox as the single before the record came out, and um, yeah, and people just loved it. So I had that, I had that, that, that album by Omarion. And I didn't really hear, I didn't feel like that song got, you know, it didn't blow up, you know, it wasn't a, a big, big R&B tune, um, mm-hmm. but I just, there's just something about it, man. Everything about that song is just beautiful. I mean, the little piano lick, Timbaland produced it. Um, so, I mean, I didn't actually change much about, on the arrangement, you know, it, it, it's very close to the original, uh, just, you know, has the, the soprano sax on top and, you know, a couple little other things that I did. Um, and it's just people. People really love that tune. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love it too. It's one of my favorites. Definitely. Fun okay. Fact, I, I will played, close. I the played sh- that on a. Uh, the soprano sax you hear on that recording is a three hundred dollar soprano sax. I didn't even have a professional. Okay. I, it was. It was. It wasn't even a really professional horn. That's. That's how. That's how young and, you know, young I was as an artist. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to close the show with it. So, um, listeners, you'll get a chance to hear this if you have not heard it already. Um, Gabriel, so now you weren't sure where you're going to be playing next. I pulled up your uh, calendar here. Um, On July 28th, you're at the Waterfront Stadium in Michigan. Yes, that's it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I'm in somewhere in the area the next day. Um, yeah, at the Michigan. courthouse veranda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So if you're in the Michigan area, definitely come out and check out Gabriel at the Waterfront Stadium on July 28th at 8 p.m. All right. So let everyone know where they can find you on social media and your music. Yeah. So you know they can the the calendar is runs concurrent on you know on my website. It's, you know everything I'm involved with. You know so even if I'm doing a sideman thing with another band. The dates go on my calendar, so if you go to GabrielBellowMusic.com, you know, if they forget it, they can just Google my name, and my website comes up. You know, I'm on Wikipedia. On Facebook, it's Gabriel Bello Worldwide. On Instagram, it's Gabriel Bello Music. uh, Twitter, it's Gabriel Bello Muse, because there's not enough letters to add music. So, so yeah, I'm not not a hard guy to find, and I love it when people reach out to me, you know, like like Miss Wanda. I mean, I'm not one of those people that doesn't talk to people and thinks he's, you know, so high and mighty that he doesn't have time for people that support his music. I love the fact when people, you know, I mean, Miss Wanda's a great example of, you know, hey, man, ask me, they ask, you know, ask me questions and message me. And, you know, I love to build that relationship because, you know, these are the people that I I do this for, you know. <laughs> this is how I, right. who I do it exactly. for. So I, love to, 
I love to love on the folks that, that, that love on me and, and help me do what I love for a living. It's beautiful. It's a blessing. All right. All right. Well, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you so much for the interview. My honor. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. Thank you. And I guess the thunderstorms have stopped. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's it's fading away. Thank goodness. So. Oh good. Okay. I still see the flashes, but <laughs> right, the rumblings good. are getting further and further away. Okay, good, good. Well, you be safe out there and um, stay inside. And thank you again, and have a great day. Thank you, Mr. Terry. I hope to talk to you soon, and hopefully uh, I'll have some cool stuff, um, something cool enough that you can have me back soon. Okay, definitely, definitely. All right, thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right. That was, thank you. You too. That was saxophonist mm-hmm. Gabriel Bello. His new CD is called Steve Land, A Journey Through the Music of Stevie Wonder. You'll find it on his website, gabrielbellomusic.com. I'm Amazon, iTunes, and CD Baby as well. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. This is my favorite by Gabriel. It's called Icebox, and it's from his self-titled release, Gabriel Bello. Have a great day, everyone.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.